0: This is the Triad Podcast Network. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here on the Triad Podcast Network. Every month, we do a, a special show in in uh, concert with our partners at the Ginther Group. It's our community spotlight. And as a reminder, you can find our real estate show every month that we do with Blake. But we also try to have conversations with people around the area that um, – That if you don't know about by now, you should. And the Ginther Group does various things to partner with these companies um, to help uh, have a good time, support different initiatives. And today, I'm I'm really excited about this one because, um, A, I spend a good amount of time downtown. And B... I'm a, I'm a big fan of craft beer and these guys do it as good as anybody. They are Fiddle and Fish Brewing Company. They're located in downtown Winston-Salem, right on Trade Street. David Ash is one of the co-owners of Fiddle and Fish. David, what's up, man? How are you? Morning, doing well. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad. Um, you know, we've been doing this podcast network and doing shows with the Ginther Group and various other folks for about four or five years now. and. I think this is the first time we've had a chance to talk with with folks from v- Fiddle and Fish. So I'm really excited for this conversation, um, and we'll get into what you all are doing this week. If you're listening to this before Thursday, there's an event coming up in partnership with the Ginther Group over at Fiddle and Fish that you should check out. Um, but let's learn more about this awesome brewery right in downtown Winston Salem. So, David, kind of tell us the background as much detail as you'd like to get into in terms of your story and and how this this um, this wonderful space came to be? Sure. Well, we're a small family business.
1: Uh, my cousin and his wife uh, and I are the partners here. Uh, my my cousin, Stuart, has uh, been a home brewer for a, a long time, uh, worked in finance, uh, eventually decided that you know, he really was not cut out for crunching numbers for the rest of his life. Uh, I have a, a background in hospitality. Uh, I've spent a lot of time in the, the 5 five diamond hotel world uh, uh, and then the luxury property management world out uh, in ski towns out west uh, taking care of guest services. So he decided it was time to take the plunge Uh, about 2016. He decided he was done with finance. Um, Really wanted to make a go at doing beer full time. Uh, So he contacted me and asked me if I would come and, uh, help him out with, uh, all of every, all things front of house. Um, so, uh, we hired, uh, Jack Frazier is our head brewer who works with Stuart and, uh, on the production side, uh, he started commercially brewing in the nineties. Uh, he's still at it here with us. Um, and so he and Stuart kind of make the magic on the, the backside. And I work with our, uh, amazing front of house staff, uh, out here uh everywhere that customers see um you know, we always get the the question what what's up with the name what does that mean where does that come from uh so our our whole extended family uh originally hails from galax virginia a uh, little postage stampa sized town in southwest virginia oh yeah uh, and those who are familiar with that town know that it's home to the world's largest fiddlers convention. That's its uh, big claim to fame. Uh, so we always had our family reunions during the Fiddlers Convention. We've got some great bluegrass musicians uh, in the family. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that seems to have skipped a generation with us. <laughs> Zero musical talent. Uh, but we, uh, you know, we've kind of married that with our, our love of the outdoors. Um, Stuart is a big fisherman. I am a an enthusiastic hack of a fisherman uh so we uh we gotta put those two ideas together uh lindsey actually uh stewart's wife Lindsay, our other partner uh came up with the name and and it just it clicked it stuck for us uh we always wanted this place to be kind of a reflection of ourselves uh you know being a, a small family-owned business we we want to be very hands-on and we want it to kind of reflect uh, ourselves so that's where that yeah.
0: came from yeah okay that's that's good i, I absolutely had that question on the list. So I'm glad you went ahead and, and sure. knew what I was knew what anybody was going to ask, but, yeah. and, and right there in the logo, uh, who, who did the artwork where it's, it's the fish and then the back fin is the, what do you call that part of the fiddle? Uh, the, uh, the neck of the fiddle. Yeah, the neck. So yeah. Uh, okay. It's brown trout, uh, with
1: a, it's tail kind of morphs into a, a fiddle neck. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, That was an idea that, that we came up with, that we tried our absolute hardest uh, to flesh out ourselves, but none of us had the uh, artistic talent uh, to really get that done. Uh, so we worked with uh, an artist at uh, a marketing firm to, to help us kind of bring that to, uh, into reality. Okay. But, yeah. So... We, uh, We, we
0: tried our hardest, never panned out. (laughs) It's, it's good. And, um, and you know, I think, uh, now that I know the backstory of the name, it makes me look a little bit closer at the, at the logo and, and see that those two things married together. That's, that's clever. Um, all right, so David is is more you're more the experiential part of the business and um, the space and and the customer experience and making sure that everything runs smoothly. And then you've got um, you've got Stuart and others, kind of the beer masters of, of the whole right. thing. what was there a, was there a vision in terms of the style of of beer or or the yeah. type of experience that you wanted to to give people, whether it's with their palate or whether it was just when they walked into the facility?
1: So kind of those ideas are uh, kind of married uh, for me, you know, we when we decided we were going to open a brewery, uh, we said we first and foremost wanted every bit of the experience from beer to uh, time spent in the taproom to be very approachable, uh, very laid back, casual. So we, with our beer menu, uh, we try to make sure that we have a really good range. We try not to get so down the rabbit hole with one style or another. Uh, We wanna make sure that there's something for uh, customers who may not have much experience with craft beer. uh, And we wanna satisfy uh, the aficionados as well. So, you know, right now you'll find uh, everything from a, a light lager and a blonde on the, the light, kind of approachable, easy drinking into the spectrum, yeah, all the way up to an Imperial uh, Blackberry Sour, uh, barrel-aged Imperial Stout. Uh, you know, we've got a uh, flagship New England IPA, but we try to keep a really good range because um, we know that not all beer drinkers are, are cut from the same cloth, they're not all interested in the same things. Uh, we always say, you know, beer is the most subjective thing out there. Uh, what works for one customer is not necessarily going to work for another. Um, and we tried to carry that over with uh, our space here. We want uh, this to be a real casual, family friendly, uh, laid back uh, tap room environment. And uh, we think that we've been able to achieve that. Uh, we wanted people to come in and feel free to take time, not feel like, uh, you know, they're on the clock uh, and like in a traditional restaurant setting where they're just trying to turn tables. You know, we want you to come and hang out. Spend the afternoon with us. Spend the evening with us. Uh, get comfortable. Uh, we, uh, we have uh, like, let's see, eight TVs at this point. Um, that's a sort of a differentiator for us. I know a lot of uh, craft breweries. Uh, are not really uh, into having TVs in their tap rooms. But, you know, we always said, why not? We we like to drink beer and watch sports. Um, you yeah, football Saturday, we want to make uh, in the fall, uh, we want to make sure that we've got all the good games on. Uh, we might actually be adding a, a second projector screen for this fall, TBD, but that's uh, something we've kicked around. Uh, so we've we want folks to come and hang out, spend time with us.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have a, have a, a college football team or an NFL team? I mean, I guess the Panthers would be the NFL team, but is there, is there a college football team that tends to bring more fans than others to your spot on Saturdays in the fall?
1: You know, when, uh, when wake is playing out of town, uh, we have a, a big wake crowd. Um, yeah, you know, the Alumni uh, Association there has been uh, great to partner with. Um, we see a lot of folks uh, uh, from App State when those games are televised. Uh, we get a big App State crowd
0: for sure. We're, we're everywhere, man. We're everywhere. There you go. <laughs> I, see, uh, I see the mug. Yep. Yep. I'm a, I'm a, a very vo- loud and vocal App State guy myself. Um, Good. So, all right. So, back to... <laughs> what you said about beer and, and it being so subjective kind of makes it tough. How often do you get the question from, from folks? And I don't know if they're asking you as much as, as others, but when they say, Hey, what do you recommend? What's, what, what's your signature beer? What do more people tend to order than, than others? And I guess the follow-up question usually has to be, well, what do you, what style do you prefer? But how do how do you tend to tackle that question? Well, uh, like you said, I mean,
1: there's always a follow-up, yeah. What do you recommend is, uh, that's kind of a little too broad. So we try to narrow it down, you know, are you looking for something lighter or are you looking for something uh, darker and maltier? Are you looking for something hoppy? Uh, we have always stressed with our bar staff from day one, samples. You know, I we want you to make sure that you land on a beer that's going to work for you. We don't want you to feel like rushed pick something uh, because you're stressed about getting, you know, out of line and uh, letting the next people go. We want to make sure that you get a beer that uh, you're going to be happy with. Uh, so our folks have been uh, trained to ask those questions, you know, what other beers do you like? You know, okay, so you like IPAs. What Do you like uh, kind of the traditional West Coast uh, style? It's a little more apparently bitter on the finish. Do you like that juicy, hazy New England style? Okay, so you don't, you know, you're know you a Coors Light guy. Let's see if we can uh, kind of expand your palate a little bit. Uh, maybe you'd like to try our American wheat with blood orange. I know that's, uh, and it might sound a little different than that Coors Light, but it's it might work for you. It's in that lighter end of the spectrum and uh, it's not gonna have a real bitter finish. Uh, so we try to ask a lot of questions. We try to, uh, uh, make sure that we provide plenty of samples and find uh, something that's going to work for every customer.
0: You know, I I recall, uh, I guess, I guess it's been a few years now when we saw this, this surge of the the new England style IPA, the really hazy, the really hazy body to it. And um, where do you see craft beer in terms of trends right now? Is, is there something that, is there a particular style that people are starting to ask for or gravitate toward, more and more, kind of similar to what that New England IPA trend was a few years ago?
1: You know, we're, I think we're starting to see the, the age of the lager, <laughs> the return of the lager. Uh, okay. You know, that, that people went so, uh, the pendulum swung really hard into the hoppy world uh, with the, all the New England IPAs and the milkshake IPAs and uh, i'm seeing a lot of customers uh who are saying you know i'm kind of over hops right now i, I might have overdone it for a couple of years there <laughs> what do you have that's nice and light and crisp and clean um, you know uh in the fall we'll usually do a, a helles lager uh, real crisp uh, german style uh, lager it's gonna have a, a little bit less hop character than like a pilsner um but just uh beautiful crisp clean beer and i think yeah, you know, we're seeing a lot of folks uh who have been you know craft beer fans and enthusiasts for a, a long time now kind of shifting uh back that way looking at mm-hmm. some of these more classic styles
0: yeah what are you going to if you if you say i need something that's just gonna hit the spot that um that is your personal favorite of what of everything that and fish is doing what what's your go-to Right now, uh, I can't
1: put down
0: uh, our box of
1: grain amber lager. Uh, it's a, uh, it's an amber lager, uh, you know, sort of in the same vein as uh, a red oak uh, for folks who uh, okay. are familiar with that. But it's going to be a little bit lighter in color and a, a little bit lighter in body uh, than that. Uh, it is just it's a beautiful finish. Uh, nice light amber color. Uh, it is... Mm, that's my favorite thing we've got on the menu right now. Yeah. And, uh, as a, a Grateful Dead fan, I've, you know, got to give a little nod for the, the box of rain reference there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's probably my favorite thing at the moment. I'm also really, uh, during the winter, I've been drinking a lot of Pete's Porter, which is just a, a nice, uh, classic English style Porter. Uh, no yeah. adjuncts. It's not a, you know, uh, Fruity Pebbles, uh, you know, uh, Cookie Crisp Porter. <laughs> it's just a, a, classic, you know, grain water hops yeast kind of That's beer. Good. That's so good. Yeah. Find, you know, the, the dark beers, uh, so much anymore. You find a ton of adjuncts in them. Uh, and we've done that for a long time too. And we've looked up one day and said, Hey, we need to go back to making just a, a classic dark beer <laughs> you know, we love our black mountain chocolate stout uh, but mm. you know, like coffee brown chocolate stout uh vanilla coffee porter that we did for uh, several years
0: and so the return to just a, a classic english porter uh, yeah was welcome i'm glad you mentioned that because that that leads into my next question because the last time that I uh bought some cans of fiddle and fish I did get the the black mountain chocolate stout and it's it's phenomenal and I wanted to ask you about uh distribution and places that people can get the beer outside of of the brewery the brewery is a fantastic experience but you know, I, I I shop a lot at the the Lowe's Foods over on Robin Hood, and you can yeah. get a great selection of fiddle and fish over there. So so tell us about uh, places where folks can can pick up the beer if if they're just looking to grab something and take it home. Sure. So
1: uh, Lowe's is uh, the number one spot. We you can find our beer uh, in Lowe's Foods from Raleigh to Wilkesboro. Uh, uh, most of the ones in the Triad area, you're going to find you know, three to five different styles and cans. Uh, a lot of those beer dens will have us on tap too. Um, you'll also find uh, in Winston-Salem, you'll find us in Harris Teeters. Uh, you'll find us in independent uh, bottle shops all over the state. Uh, we are uh, at restaurants and bars all over the place as well. But our footprint is really, uh, kind of Boone uh, to Raleigh is uh, the meat of it.
0: Yeah. That's great. You got you got four twenty one and I forty pretty much covered anywhere anywhere you go. You got um, it. So yeah, and then obviously you guys sell cans um, and you growlers right there in the brewery as well. So yep. um, word
1: of the wise, every Thursday, twenty percent off to go beer uh, in the tap room. So Ooh, if you're
0: looking okay. to back up, come back on Thursdays. Yes, yes. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, but back to what you said about just. Hey, we got to maybe just kind of stick to the basics and go back to the, the the classic style porter. And you mentioned some of the things that that people try to do in terms of flavor combinations with these with these dark beers. And you, you talked about certain sugar cereals and there's milkshakes yeah. and 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 all sorts of things. What was it? What was do you, do you have something that you saw where where you saw the flavor combination? You say, okay, this is getting a little out of hand
1: mostly i see these photos that uh breweries are posting where they're dumping like yeah you know, dozens of donuts into the mash tun, or uh <laughs> you know boxes and boxes and boxes of uh of sugar cereal um i i won't uh mention anything uh specific uh what to each his own and there there's absolutely a market for those things yeah uh, and yeah, you know, some of them really do actually turn out uh, very interesting and uh, end up being pretty good beers. But as often as they turn out well, I think they uh, end up being a, a gimmick that <laughs> doesn't end up tasting very good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the kind of this one-upmanship uh, game that started being played uh, with all that, and I think that
0: it just got a little bit out of hand. Yeah yeah i can understand that i, I want to ask you about um, the the different breweries that are around downtown winston salem mm-hmm. and, and we've talked we've done a lot of restaurant shows on here and the thing that i've always loved about winston salem is it doesn't matter how many different restaurants and 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 places that serve very similar types of of mm-hmm. cuisine the, the 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 competition is not necessarily a competition it's more of a community and i'm curious to to hear your your take on you know right there uh, within walking distance, you've got you guys, you've got wise man, you've got radar, not too far. You've got small batch and joy mongers. And, and so there's a lot of different breweries around a very, uh, a very small area, but um, how much of a community is it amongst the different breweries where you're not, you're not treating these other, treating each other as competition. You're treating each other as part of the community. Yeah, uh,
1: absolutely. I mean, we, when we showed up on the scene, um, I guess it, been four and a half years we've been open about uh, five and a half years since we started uh, kind of knocking on doors and bugging people. Uh, you know, Jamie from Foothills, who really paved the way for the rest of us, was so welcoming and uh, so willing to play 20 questions with us every time uh, we gave him a call, and uh, you, know, Wise Man opened in February. Uh, before we opened uh, the following August, that same August, rather, um, yeah, you know, we we were in close contact with those guys. Uh, you know, before we both opened uh, you know, Radar, uh, those guys uh, we talked with a lot before they opened, uh, and it is it truly a community. Uh, yeah, you could you could call it coopetition, almost. Uh, we we all kind of strive to produce, uh, the best beer and the best experience that we can. Um, and we kind of keep pushing each other. Uh, but that's the extent of, uh, what I would, the way that I would describe it as a, a competition. Um, yeah. it, we get together with these guys. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're good friends with them. Uh, we and our, our bar staff recommend, uh, you know, these other places we've, uh a rising tide lifts all ships right um so you know people love to do uh sort of the self-guided uh brewery tour uh and we we like to recommend you know hop across the street go to wise man you know from there head down the street and go to radar and uh we We just have a, a lot of fun in this community because it isn't cutthroat. It's not yeah uh, it it never feels like uh, we're really yeah up against uh, the stiff competition,
0: yeah so in in terms of you know, you mentioned that there's certain things like you might recommend someone going over for a brewery tour to, to Wise Man or different things. I mean, each space offers something different. In in terms of, of food and fish, you made mention of Thursday is is 20% off take-home mm-hmm. beer. Um, what are some of the, the, the signature events that you guys have during the week? Is there a specific thing on different nights of the week yeah. that folks should really say hey if if you want to come by for something really cool um here's here's something that we do on this day or this day absolutely so uh monday night is our run club uh we've
1: got a big group that has been coming for uh several years now uh that uh it's really approachable you don't have to be uh like a marathon runner to to come out and enjoy that Uh, folks do everything from you know, one mile route uh, up to, we've got several guys who are coming in, running five miles before everyone gets here and then doing five more uh, once the group (laughs) arrives. Um, (laughs) I mean, even they were here, uh, this is like the most loyal group of all time. They were here every Monday, even when we were shut down during the pandemic, they would meet in the parking lot and still do their runs every Monday. Wow. We are about to start back up our Monday night uh, group ride. Uh, so if you want to come and ride uh, 10 to 12 miles with us on Mondays, we're going to start that back up on March 7th. Okay. Um, time changes the next week, so we'll have a little more daylight. Uh, but that's always fun. We do four different routes, uh, north, south, east, and west routes. So it rotates through every week. Uh, we. It's a no-drop ride, uh, so it's real casual. It uh, means no one gets left behind. Um, Tuesdays, we've got trivia at 7.30, uh, and that's always a, a good time. Uh, MC Dan takes care of that. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, we put every, all the questions up on the projector screen. Uh, you know, it, it's a, a really fun event. Um, I think that uh, Dan just does such a great job hosting it. It keeps it nice and light and fun. Uh, keeps things kind of moving along. Uh, yeah, I, I found that trivia can sometimes feel like a little bit of a chore when it just drags on and on and on. Uh, Dan keeps things moving right along and uh, keeps it really fun. Uh, Wednesdays, we've got uh, 30% off flights. So if you want to come in and uh, do a tasting flight, kind of taste through uh, what we've got on the menu, uh, that's a great night to do it. Thursdays, uh, like we said, we've got 20% off cans and crawlers. Uh, we do, uh, for beers that we don't have in cans, which is usually you know maybe one or two on the menu, uh, we'll do a, a 32 ounce crawler can uh, that we fill at the taps. Um, a lot of Fridays, we'll do live music. Um, usually uh, 7.30 to 10 is what we do. Uh, it's not every Friday, but uh, we try to get at least two or three a month. Uh, this Friday, uh, we've got Soul Jam, uh, which is going to be super fun. Uh, I don't know if, for those who are familiar with Soul Jam, they they bring a party. Uh, mm-hmm. so we've got uh, Mardi Gras coming up, so we thought we need to get a party band in here on Friday. So seven thirty, be here.
0: Love it, and, uh, love it. Uh, um,
1: football season Saturdays and yeah. Sundays.
0: So it sounds like every day of the week there's a great reason to be there, which is awesome. That's right. Um, all right, and then finally, tell us about on Thursday. You know, we're doing this this podcast in in partnership with our our sponsors from the Ginther Group. They're they're tremendously supportive of what what we do here on the podcast network, and uh, they've got a they've got an event coming up again. If you're listening to this, hopefully before Thursday the 24th, there's still time for you to to head out. So tell us a little bit about what's coming up on Thursday.
1: Yeah, so uh, Thursday we're gonna uh, give uh, folks who are here with the Ginther Group a, a little bit more of a in-depth uh, look at what we do here. Uh, there's gonna be yeah, sort of a happy hour happening out front and then uh, I'm gonna be taking groups uh, through the back, uh, through our production facility. Uh, we try to keep it uh, quick enough to where I'm not boring you to death with, uh, you know, technical terms and, uh, and uh, beer science, but uh, for about, you know, 15 minute tours, uh, just to give you a, a good look at our process from grain to glass. Um, so
0: we're excited to share that with uh, everyone who's going to come out on Thursday. That's awesome. So Thursday happy hour on February 24th and we will see everybody there. David, thanks for the time, my man. Uh, can't wait to see you uh, on Thursday and uh, congrats, man. You guys are you guys are doing awesome stuff. Well, thank
1: you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, and letting us uh, come on and uh, talk with you.